Plain book Rahanda Basutevrashata. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. First, I would like to thank our highly esteemed sister Amarakma and esteemed co-host for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. The prayer point has been posted on the church group. Let's kindly go through it today as we continue to pray. Prayer of thanksgiving to God for the gifts of the word of God. And as scripturally we're taking from Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 to 13. NLT translation I read. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest to sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. Esteemed family are going to pray fervently in tongues of the Spirit, thanking the Lord for the gift of the Word of God that has transformed the church. Glorify God that by the Word and through the power of the Holy Spirit, the Church of Jesus Christ now understands the prophecies spoken and written about by the prophets of old. As we are more conscious and aware of the time and seasons, we pray in the matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Esteemed family, let's kindly unmute our mic and begin to pray fervently in tongues of the Spirit using the above prayer point. Shall I do so? 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 Sh
Father, we thank you, O Lord, for the efficacy of your word in our life. We thank you for the gift of your word to the church. Your word brings you notice to us about the word spoken and written by prophets of old about the church. It's through your word that we know the time and season that we are. And we are more conscious, because your word is powerful. Mandi de Gredede, Rakuli Gredegadigra, Halagaboze, Zebrahadigraboze, Katode, your word has transformed us to what you talked about concerning us, Malikaligrada, Rakuli Gedaboze, and as we continue to live day and day, day and night by your word, may we continue to proliferate in every aspect of our life, Malikaligre. Your word is life and truth, sharper than any two-edged sword. We bless your holy name for the gift of your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for you have answered our prayer. For in Jesus, the most beautiful name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Amarakma, for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's intercessory prayer. Thank you for the changes you are causing around the world. Thank you, esteemed prayer team, for the sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you. Right now, I will end over to the praise and worship team for the next session. Thank you all and do enjoy the rest of the devotion. Over to you, praise and worship Your word is a lamp unto my feet and the light Unto my path before time began, your word has always been, it remains the same forevermore. Your word, my hope, my joy, and song. It never fails, your word is sure. Lord, your word does what it speaks about. It remains the same forevermore. Your word is a land unto my feet. And the light unto my part. Before time began, your word has always been. It remains the same forevermore. Your word, my hope, my joy and song. It never fails, oh God, your word is sure. Lord, your word does what it speaks about. It remains the same forevermore. Your word, oh Lord, is right and true. Your faithfulness is ever sure heaven and earth shall pass away 
Lord, your word is forevermore. Your word, oh Lord, is right and true. Your faithfulness is ever shown. Heaven and earth shall pass away, oh God. Your word is forevermore. From age to age, your word will never change. Is everlasting. And by your word, the heavens and the earth were made. Your word is absolute from age to age. Your word will never fail. It's everlasting. And by your word, the heavens and the earth were made. Your word is absolute from age to age. Your word will never change. It's everlasting. And by your word, the heavens and the earth were made. Your word is absolute from age to age. Lord, your word will never, will never fail. It will never change. Is everlasting. And by your is absolute your word oh lord is right and true oh god your Livra ante livra cosa libra rossi ante livra casunti ma livra cosi ande livra cosa cabasunti ente livra cosi cabaya. We thank you, O oh God, for your word. We thank you, Father, because your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Thank you, O God, because your word is the same forever and ever. It is absolute. It is unchanging. We thank you, O God, because your word is the beacon of our life. It is our hope. It is our joy. It is our salvation. Your word is everything to us. 
Your word does not fail. It does not change. It is the one constant thing in this dynamic world yet with all the ability to transform. Thank you, O God, because your word is right and it is true. Your faithfulness is inherent in your word. It is infallible. Father, we bless your name for the gift of your word. For Jesus is your word. Made flesh to us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, who opens up the word for us to understand. Who opens dimensions of the word for us. Father, we bless your name. And today, as we meditate on the logos of your word, on the written word of God, Father, we encounter the rema. We encounter the power that no man, no woman, no boy, no girl connected to this call lives the same. Lives are transformed in this place. There is power in this place. And the sons of God are manifesting in their different facets of life. Thank you, King of glory, for by your word, we know what to do and we know how to do what to do. Thank you, Spirit of the living God. In Jesus' matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. I welcome everyone to another session of the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you so much, dear esteemed Sister Makama, for this amazing, amazing opportunity to take today's Rhapsody of Reality segment. God bless you so much. Esteemed family, thank you there, sorry, esteemed Sister Abigail for the amazing time of worship and Thank you to the prayer team for the time of prayers. Glory to God. And today is Thursday, the 28th of December, once again, and we are still in the year of the prolific church, 2023. Three days to... (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. The title of today's devotional is The Spirit of Wisdom for Revelation. The spirit of wisdom for revelation. Glory to God. And our theme scripture for today is taken from the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 17 to 18. And the Bible says to us that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, (laughs) oh, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense 
Glory to God. Is anybody missing our Pauline affirmations? <laughs> I just felt nostalgic there, right? I know when we say it together, it, I think it's sweeter when we say it together, right? <laughs> oh, glory to God. Now we can read the rhapsody together if you can. Pastor says, the underlying portion in our opening scripture, the underlying portion now is the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The underlying portion in our opening scripture above seems to suggest that Apostle Paul was referring to two different things, the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation, but no. He's dealing with one and the same thing, the spirit of wisdom bringing you revelation. Glory to God. <laughs> oh, glory to God. The unveiling of mysteries, apocalypsis, that's the Greek version of that. The spirit of wisdom refers to the operations of the spirit of God in wisdom. The spirit of God manifesting himself in wisdom. I'll take that again. The spirit of wisdom refers to the operations of the spirit of God in wisdom. The spirit of God manifesting himself in wisdom. The use of the word and in that expression needs to be properly understood. In the Greek rendering, the word translated and is also translated in, with, or for. Therefore, a better, a better rendering of that expression is the spirit of wisdom in revelation or the spirit of wisdom for revelation in the exact knowledge of God. In the Amplified Classic Version, it says, for I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, of insight into deep mysteries and secrets, in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. This is the mystery of the spirit of wisdom in your life. He brings you revelation, that is, insight into mysteries and secrets. Not secrets of other people. The, the function of the spirit of wisdom is not to bring you into the secret of other people. Mm -mm. It is in the exact knowledge of God. For him to bring you insight in the intimate details, deep intimate knowledge of God to heighten fellowship, to heighten, you know how Essence Tamaka was 
um, taking um, that proposed class yesterday, and he said, and she said something profound. She said, "How can you be in the same house with your father? Is it possible to live in the same house with your father for six months, and you don't know deep things about your father? You don't talk. I'm not talking about." dysfunctional people i am talking about normal people we're not even talking about spiritual people now we're just saying on the average like normal people because the making of, of a family the structure of a family encourages intimacy i don't think that see it, it, it's it's you can't call me and say, I saw your dad at this place and I won't tell you the reason why he is there. Because at some point we, in our conversation, it will come up that he is going to such a place and we converse every single day. This is, I am my dad. We, let's not open my mom's chapter. Because you know, some of us that there are some of us that I remember when I got married newly. If my mom comes, everything I'm cooking will burn. Because we would gist. We are in the kitchen, oh. <laughs> but she would the gist she packed to tell me all the things that have been happening. So you cannot say that you won't have deep and intimate knowledge of the person. If you are with someone that you love, I remember one of those days, I, 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 I remember a sister Maka called me and then we were talking spiritual matters. Remove your mind from trying to imagine what we're talking about. And then the egg she was cooking burnt. <laughs> Ah. How can I not know deep and intimate things about her? That is how it is with God. The spirit of wisdom, because you, 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 dimensions of this person is opened unto you. I remember one of those times um, she called me. We were talking and I, I was supposed to go to some, somewhere with my husband. So when my husband heard that it was I and his sister Maka that was talking, by the time I disconnected from the call, he had left. I called him. I said, babe, why did you leave me? He said, no, it's not me and I will not wait for you. And you're supposed to be distant. When you're done, take a flight to Lagos. I have which you I'm going to. Because I knew that conversation will not end today. to be with our relationship with God. You spend time with God. You can't come out the same. Things are unveiled to you. You have insight. 
insight into into strategies. You have you have insight into plans. You have insight. Everything is ordered. When you come out and you are speaking, everybody is wondering how deep and intimate knowledge. Secondly, pastor says, he brings you light. Fortizo, that is Greek for the light. He floods your path with light. He illuminates your mind with extraordinary sagacity and amplitude for comprehension. That is what the spirit of wisdom for revelation does for you. Thirdly, he brings you counsel and direction such that life ceases to be mysterious to you. You cannot fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You cannot function in wisdom and you're, you're, you're confused or you, or you lack clarity. How? How? Pastor says to us, Always acknowledge that you are filled with the spirit of with the spirit of God in wisdom and spiritual understanding. Spiritual understanding. Therefore, you know and can discern his will. How do you not know where you are supposed to be at any point in time? Pastor says to us, every so often declare, and wherever you are now, we are going to take this affirmation. And pastor says, every so often, you might want to lift it up from today's job study and inculcate it into your daily affirmations. And he says, let's go. I have insight into mysteries and secrets. I function at the highest level of excellence and in the perfect will of God because I am filled with the spirit of wisdom for revelation in the deep and intimate knowledge of Christ. Glory be to God forever. As we, you, you, I'm sure that now our wisdom affirmation is, is opened up to, to so many of us. We now understand. Because there is no way you will function in that spirit of wisdom for revelation and you will make mistakes. Or you will walk in error. There is clarity. You function in Excellent. You are optimally productive. Thank you, esteemed family. And um, we'll continue in our retreat. More and more of these things will be opened up to us during the retreat. So charge your phones, be ready to connect, and God bless you so much. Over to you now, dear esteemed sister Ogima. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much, dear esteemed Dr. Kel, for the Rhapsody segment. God bless you, ma'am.
Thank you so much, dear esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to handle this segment of our devotion this morning. Esteemed family, right now we're going to proceed to the Bible study segment of our devotion. I'll start with the further study. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to 18. For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints he set apart once. First Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 30. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. As the family right now, we're going to be taking the confession together. I'm filled with the Spirit of God in wisdom for revelation. I have insight into mysteries and secrets. I function at the highest level of excellence and in the perfect will of God because I'm filled with the deep an intimate knowledge of Christ in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And same family, right now we proceed to the daily scripture reading. We're going to be taking the one-year Bible reading plan, and I'll take the New Testament portion of our reading for today. I'll be reading from the book of Revelation, chapter 11, chapter 19, from verse 11 to 21. And this will be in the message translation. Caption, a white horse and its rider. Then I saw heaven open wide, and oh, a white horse and its rider. The rider, named Faithful and True, judges and makes war in pure righteousness. His eyes are a blaze of fire, on his head many crowns. He has a name inscribed that's known only to himself. He is dressed in a robe soaked with blood, and he is addressed as Word of God. The armies of heaven, mounted on white horses and dressed in dazzling white linen, follow him. A sharp sword comes out of his mouth, so he can subdue the nations, then rule them with a rod of iron. He treads the winepress of the raging wrath of God, the sovereign strong. On his robe and thigh is written, King of kings, Lord of lords. I saw an angel standing in the sun, shouting to all flying birds in middle heaven, Come to the great supper of God, feast on the flesh of kings and captains and champions, horses and their riders, eat your fill of them all, free and slave, small and great. I saw the beast and assembled with him, ex-kings and their armies, ready to make war against the one on, his, on the horse and his army. The beast was taken, and with him, his puppet, the false prophet, who used signs to dazzle and deceive those who had taken the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. They were thrown alive, these two into lake fire and brimstone. 
The rest were killed by the sword of the one on the horse, the sword that comes from his mouth. All the birds held a feast on their flesh. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. With that, we've come to the end of our New Testament reading for today. Thank you once again, dear Sister Martha, for this opportunity. Right now, I'll hand over to the Old Testament team. Do have a great day, everyone, and enjoy the rest of our devotion. Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take the Old Testament Bible reading of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John, for the opportunity to stand in for you. Praise the Lord. Esteemed family, today we'll be reading chapters 9 through to 11 of the book of Zechariah in the message translation, and I'll start with chapter nine. The caption is, the whole world has its eyes on God. War bulletin, God's message challenges the country of Haradash. It will settle on Damascus. The whole world has its eyes on God. Israel isn't the only one. That includes Hamath, I almost said Hamas, Hamath at the border and Ty and Sidon. Clever as they think they are, Ty has put together quite a kingdom for him, for herself. She has stacked up silver like cord wood, piled gold high as haystacks, but God will certainly bankrupt her. He will dump all that wealth into the ocean and burn up what's left in a big fire. Ashkelon will see it and panic. Gaza will wring its hands. Ekron will face a dead end. Gaza's king will die. Ashkelon will be emptied out and a villain will take over in Ashdod. I will take proud Felicia, Philistia down a peg. I will make him spit out his bloody spoils and abandon his vow ways. What's left will be all gods, a core of survivors, a family brought together in Judah. But enemies like Ekron will go the way of the Jebusites into the dustbin of history. I will set up camp in my home country and defend it against invaders. Nobody is going to hurt my people ever again. I'm keeping my eye on them. Caption, a humble king riding a donkey. Verse nine, shout and cheer, daughter Zion. Raise your voice, daughter Jerusalem. Your king is coming. A good king who makes all things right. A humble king riding a donkey. A mere cloth of a donkey. I I've had it with war. I've had it with war. No more chariots in Ephraim. No more war horses in Jerusalem. No more swords and spears, bows and arrows. He will offer peace to the nations, a peaceful rule worldwide from the four winds to the seven seas. And you, because of my blood covenant with you, I will release your prisoners from their 
hopeless cells. Come home, hope-filled prisoners. This very day, I'm declaring a double bonus. Everything you lost returned twice over. Judah is now my weapon, the bow I will pull, setting Ephraim as an arrow to the sling to the string. I will I will wake up your sons, O Zion, to counter your sons, O Greece. From now on, people are my swords. Then God will come into view. His arrows flashing like lightning. Master God will blast his trumpet and set out in a whirlwind. God of the angel armies. I love that name, actually. God of the angel armies will protect them all out war. Mm. The war will end all wars. No holds barred. Their God will save the day. He will rescue them. He will become, they will become like sheep, gentle and soft, or like gemstone in a crown, catching all the colors of the sun. Then they will then how they will shine, shimmer, glow, the young man robust, the young women lovely, Shalabarusa. This, oh, chapter 10, sorry. Caption, God's work of rebuilding, hallelujah. This one, pray to God for rain. It's time for the spring rain. To God, the rainmaker. Spring thunderstorm maker, maker of grain and barley. Store bought gold bubble gab- gibberish. Religious experts spout rubbish. They pontificate hot air. Mm. Their prescriptions are nothing but smoke. And so the people wander like lost sheep. People. Poor lost sheep without a shepherd. I'm furious with the so-called shepherds. They are worse than bully goats and they will treat them like goats. And I will treat them like goats. Goats. God of the angel armies will step in and take care of his flock. The people of Judah. He will revive their spirits, make them proud to be on God's side. God will use them in his work of rebuilding. Use them as foundations and pillars. Use them as tools and instruments. Use them to oversee his work. Oh, They will be a workforce to be proud of. Ah. Working as one, their heads held high, striding through swamps and mud, courageous and vigorous because God is with them. Hey, you cannot fail. You have the backing of heaven. Undeterred by the world's thugs, I will put muscle in the people of Judah. I will save the people of Joseph. I know their pain and will make them good as new. They will get a fresh start. I feel like this is replaying what I was saying yesterday in the retreat. As if nothing had ever happened. But why? Because I am their very own God. I will do what needs to be done for them. 
and you have God on your side. When you have God on your side, the people of Ephraim will be famous. Their lives brimming with joy. Their children will get in on it too. Oh, let them feel blessed by God. I will whistle and they will all come running. I've set them free. Oh, how they will flourish. Even though I scattered them to the far corners of earth, they will remember me in the far away places. They will keep the story alive in their children and they will come back. I will bring them back from the Egyptian waste and round them up from the Assyrian East. I will bring them back to Sweet Gilead, back to leafy Lebanon. Every square foot of land will be marked by homecoming. They will sail through troubled seas brush aside brush ocean waves rolling rivers will turn to a trickle goldie assyria will be stripped bare bully egypt exposed as fraud but my people but my people oh I will make them strong, God strong, and they will leave my way. God says so. You know, when God says so, ah, everything else can just hang, please. Chapter 11, the last chapter of the day. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Verse 1. Open your borders to the immigrants, proud Lebanon. Your sanitary trees will burn. Whip great pine trees. Weep great pine trees, mourn your sister cedars, your touring trees, your touring trees are cord wood. Weep Bashan oak trees, your thick, sorry about that, just received something. Your thick forest is now a field of stumps. Do you hear the wailing of shepherds? They've lost everything they once owned. Do you hear the outrage of lions? The mighty jungle of the Jordan is wasted. Make room for the returning exiles. Caption, breaking the beautiful covenant. God commanded me, shepherd, the sheep that are soon to be slaughtered. The people will buy them. The people who will buy them will butcher them for quick and easy money. What's worse, they will get away with it. The people who sell them will say, lucky me, God's on my side. I've, made, I've got it made. They have shepherds who couldn't care less about them. God's decree, I'm washing my hands of the people of this land. From now on, they will all they are all on their own. It's dog eat dog, survival of the fittest and every person for themselves. Don't look for help from me. So I took over from the from the cross, money grabbing owners and shepherded the sheep marked for slaughter. I got myself two shepherd staffs. I named one lovely and the other harmony. Then I went to work shepherding the sheep. Mm. Within a month, I got rid of the corrupt shepherds. I got, I got tired of putting up with them and they couldn't stand me. And then I got tired of the sheep and said, I've had it with you. No more shepherding from me. If you die, you die. If you are attacked, you are attacked. Whoever survives can eat what's left. Verse 10, then I took the stuff named Lovely and broke it across my knee. Shati, love. 
breaking the beautiful covenant I had made with all the peoples. In one stroke, both staff and covenant were broken. The money-hungry owners saw me do it and knew God was behind it. Then I addressed them, pay me what you think I'm worth. They paid me an insulting sum, counting out 30 silver coins. God told me, throw it in the poor box. This stingy wage will all was all they thought of me and my work. Imagine. So I took the thirsty silver, oh, sorry, the 30 silver coins and threw them into the poor box in God's temple. Then I broke the other stuff, harmony, across my knee, breaking the family ties between Judah and Israel. God then said, dress up like a stupid shepherd. I'm going to install just such a shepherd in this land, a shepherd indifferent of victims who ignores the lost, abandons the injured and disdains decent citizens. He will only be in it for what he can get out of it, using and abusing any and all. Doomed to you, useless shepherd, walking off and leaving the sheep. Oh yeah. A curse on your arm, a curse on your right eye. Your arm will hang limb and useless. Your right eye will go stone blind. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Amaka, for the opportunity to take the Old Testament Bible reading. Esteemed family, right away, we'll go into the affirmation segment. The affirmation is on the screen. Kindly unmute your mic so we can take it together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, wherever we go, and in the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord, so wherever we are, God, our soul, lavish you over from the last year 2023. So, as even as it has been spoken concerning the prophecy, everything about us grows excellently. The science of his glory is manifested in our lives, and the Holy Spirit leads us in righteousness and the name of the Lord God has made us and dispensers of his righteousness and his peace, therefore, in his righteousness and in his peace. 
Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed family. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity to take the affirmation. Bless you all. Do have a prolific day. I now hand over to the meditation team. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, esteemed Sister Francisca. Glory to God. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. And um, congratulations on the journey so far, this 2023. Just a second. Praise God. So um, it's been a beautiful journey this 2023 and um, the last three days of this month, beginning from tomorrow, 29th, 20, 30th and 31st, um, we're going to take an hour after the devotion every day to take testimonies, right? And um, we're taking testimonies in three categories. I did talk about this a few days ago. And um, if you have testimonies of which every one of us is inspired by the word have testimonies and don't be selfish to keep your testimonies to yourself. We're going to take it in three categories. The Bible says in Ted John 2, he said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper even as thy soul prospered. And pastor explained to us that when he talked about the first prosperity, he was talking about material and financial prosperity. And then the second one was the prosperity of the health and it was now talking about connecting them to your soul prosperity. So we're taking it in this threefold. First day, we're taking spiritual prosperity. Did you grow in the word in 2023? Did the word of God prosper in your spirit? Did you prevail by the word over any situation and you returned with testimonies? Anything that the word of God did in you, did with you, did for you, helped you to achieve the prosperity of the word in your spirit, how you grew in wisdom, how you grew in the knowledge of God's word, how you grew in your relationship with God. Come back and say thank you tomorrow. Then on the second day, we'll talk about the prosperity of the body. Did you receive healing this year? Did you walk in health? A few days ago, um, um, who was who was talking and was saying how that um okay it was it was actually at the retreats and so we're having gratitude inventory segment and sister Magadzi was sharing how that throughout this year she didn't visit the hospital throughout this year she was in health but this is the same sister Magadzi in 2022 there were times when we had to really stand in the gap for her because she was in the hospital 
They could not even find what was wrong with her. Different parts of her bodies were swollen. We couldn't find what was wrong. She didn't look good at all in 2022. But this is the same person testifying in 2023 that she didn't visit the hospital and that she was healthy through it all. She has to return to say thank you. So that's for 38 healing and divine health testimonies. Then on the 31st, we'll take testimonies of financial and material prosperity. You got a car this year. You got you got um, 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 a house this year. You got new job this year. You got promoted this year. We'll also include increase in family. You got married this year. You got children this year. Everything that 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 signified increase and then financial and material prosperity is for thirty first of December. Come back and say thank you. Come back and say thank you. Even if your testimony segment is 30 seconds, come back and say thank you. And if you have testimonies for all three days, as long as we have time, we'll permit you to talk. Praise God. So we go to our meditation for today. Today is day 28 in our 30 days of wisdom and focus. You are entering, we just read in the Rhapsody of Realities, the spirit of wisdom for revelation. If you go through the book of Proverbs, it's something that would happen to you. Many things are revealed to you by the spirit of wisdom. It had always been there, but sometimes you don't even see it. Then focus. Brothers and sisters, you can't do the things that we're saying we're going to do in 2024 if you are not focused. So if you did not allow the word of God help you to focus in this, 20, in this, in this December, in these 30 days of wisdom and focus, I don't know what I'm going to do for you in 2024. And to crown your year, we announced a retreat, and many of you didn't take it seriously. In the retreats, combined, the online and the on-site delegates were just slightly um, below 100, not up to 100. Yet, in Inspired by the Word, we have almost 300 members and almost 200 connected every day. So the remaining half of you, I'm asking you why you did not join the retreats. Oh, was the problem the 10,000 naira that you were asked to pay? Ask those who are attending the retreat if the what they have gotten is not worth more than 10,000 naira. I'm talking about the online delegates because we made it such that distance will not be a barrier. You will not say, oh, I'm not in Lagos. I couldn't come for the physical retreats. It it, to be honest with you, I told the online team yesterday, it, it, it's not been convenient combining the online and the physical team. Most of my retreats, when I bring in people, is usually physical, and we have a great time. So if you didn't take it seriously to participate in the retreats, your 2024 will be to you as you want it to be. Because God gave you an opportunity to be able to enter into 2024 in a very strategic way, but you blew it. The Lord is with you. Let's go to today's meditation. There's power in hope. Give me the memory verse for today. Proverbs 28 and verse 14. This particular scripture, if you read it in different translation, you may not find what we are looking for today. But in this particular translation, it says, blessed, happy, fortunate, 
and to be envied is the man who reverently and worshipfully fears the Lord at all times, regardless of circumstances. Regardless of circumstances. It's telling you that circumstances would come to make you not to trust God. Circumstances would come to question your identity in Christ. Circumstances would come to kick you out of Christianity. The Bible says in the last days, many shall fall by the wayside. Many shall fall by the faith. In this inspired by the word, I took you on a class and I explained to you who are those who will fall. When you see something in the Bible, you must ask yourself, what qualifies people? They will see, all of us are children of God. And when he's talking about people who are falling by the wayside, he's talking about Christians who fall out of Christianity. So you should ask yourself, you are a Christian, what would qualify me to fall or not to fall? Because the Bible, the same Bible says, let him that thinketh he standeth, take his let if, lest he falls. Do you have friends? Even some of you here, at some point in your Christian work, you wandered away. Some of you, you your testimony is that, oh, inspired by the word, helped you to regain yourself in your Christianity and to stand firm in Christ. So just like you, there are many Christians who might miss it. And may they not miss it by the time the rapture comes. So you need to understand who qualifies to fulfill certain portions of the scripture. So he's telling you that regardless of the circumstances, the man who would stand, the man who would continue to trust in the Lord, who will continue to have the fear of the Lord, he said he will be blessed, he will be happy, he will be fortunate, and he will be one that others would envy. But he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. I'm talking about the power of hope. The Bible talked about three things. It talked about faith, hope, and love. Faith is for the now. But you see, faith cannot survive without hope. Because sometimes you are exercising your faith on a matter. You are fighting your fight of faith on a particular matter. It doesn't happen today. You have to hope. There is the hope. While you are exercising your faith, there is the hope that though it carries it to come to pass. There is the hope that though I'm expecting it now, but if it does not manifest now, there's always another day. There's always another chance. There will be another opportunity. There will be another visitation. There will be another this. There will be another that. Hope. Hope in a better future. Oh, 2023 did not go as good as I wanted it, but I know 2024 will be better. I know it will be better. I know there's a God that loves me. I know he's working out something for my good. I know. Hope, the power of hope. You need hope. Often we talk about faith, but brothers and sisters, you need hope. Hope for a better tomorrow because hope is for the future. Hope is for the future. Regardless of the circumstances today, you are hoping for a better future. Regardless of the fact that you are squatting in somebody's house today, you are hoping that in a few days, weeks, or months, you'll be living in your own house. Brothers and sisters, God gave us a word that this December we're going to receive cars and we're going to receive house. I just got news that yesterday, a member of Inspired by the Word moved into a house they did not pay for. Four bedroom, four, a four-bedroom and suite house, free of charge. They moved in into their house yesterday. We still have four days to the end of the three, is it four days, including today, to the end of the year. 
what can happen for you? What can happen for you? Did you receive the word? During the time of the testimonies in the three days, you will hear the full testimony. And you hear so many testimonies. Don't miss inspired by the word devotion till December 31st. And stay for the testimony segment. But he who hardens his heart, you are going through a situation, you get offended with God. You get offended and you harden your heart. The word of God is coming to you. You are refusing it because you are angry with God. Why would God make this ha- let this happen? Why would God Why would God allow me to go through this? You have hardened your heart. The word of God can no longer comfort you. The word of God that should help you get out of the situation. You have now hardened your heart. You cannot receive the word. Brother, you fall into calamity. That's what the scripture is saying. There is no way you will not stumble. There is no way you will not get into more trouble. Never in your life. Never in your life find yourself in the space where you go through a lot of challenges and you get angry with God. You are in trouble. That's what the scripture is telling you. If you are angry with the person that can help you, who will then help you? Today during the retreat, we are going to be dealing with a particular subject. It's titled Fixing Dysfunctional Families. And in 2024, no nonsense in our family. Satan would not carry out his nonsense in our family. You have a wayward brother, he will be fixed in 2024. You have a a wayward sister, you have a scattered home, you have parents who will not see each other eye to eye. I will tell you how to fix it. Because it is possible. Don't make the devil deceive you. There is no impossible matter in this world. If God is involved and you who carry God are involved, it is fixable. Fixing dysfunctional families. There's something you can do and I'll tell you about. So those of you who are not in the retreat, just know that you have missed out on a lot. And God helped you in 2024. Don't be a part of this family and will be testifying of certain things in the new year. And you you cannot understand where the testimonies came from. Let us take the communion. And in this moment, as we take the communion, I pray for that one who was almost losing hope. Your hope is restored. Your hope is restored. Your hope is restored. You will not lose faith. You will not lose hope. Though the challenges seem overwhelming, you are strengthened from within as you break this bread, as you take this cup. You are strengthened from the inside. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Oh, Sata. He took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Their Lord, Lord Jesus Christ was broken for our sake. Our families will not be broken anymore. Our jobs will not be broken anymore. Our relationships, our marriages will not be broken anymore. We have given the devil quick notice concerning the matters and the relationships of our lives. And I thank you, Lord, for that one who has been so overwhelmed with challenges to the point of losing hope. Hope is restored. They are strengthening their inner man from within in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Break the bread and eat it. I read to you from 1 Corinthians 11 from verse 23 to 24. Verse 25. After the same manner also he took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, "The cup, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do shew the Lord's death till he comes. Oh, shelevradagabasotokobaya, lagabasata. 
Radaga, Jala Radaka City, as this communion goes into your system, it gives strength even to your physical body and it reflects in your mental sagacity, in the strength of your mind to see the future and to hold on to it with hope, knowing that it is working together for your good, knowing that it can only get better, never worse for the man in Christ. And it is so for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Take the cup. That one giving an offering, I pray for your offering. It's accepted of the Lord and your offerings throughout this year. For you sowed in the land and in the same year you returned, having reaped a hundredfold at the least of all that you sowed. And the Lord has told us in this house that he has given unto us a thousandfold. And I receive for you even at this moment a thousandfold of your offerings, of your seeds, of your partnership, of the things that you participated with financially in the gospel across your churches, across the ministries. You have your harvest in these days before the end of this year. For in the same year, you received your harvest. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen, amen, amen. Praise God. I'd like to welcome those who are joining us for the first time. I think that we have a few people who joined from the retreat and are joining the devotion this morning. Please tell us your full name on the chat room. Tell us who invited you and tell us where you are connected from, your country, wherever you're connected from. If today is your birthday, Tell us on the chat room that it's your birthday. If it's a birthday of a loved one, also let us know. Praise God. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Okay, I see Sister Susan Onwaze from Nigeria, invited by Dr. Kelvin Aries Udeze. Sister Susan, it's good to have you join us. Welcome, Ma. And um, Dr. Kel, thank you for inviting Sister Susan. I see Brother Taiwo Ujo, invited by Brother Ugo from Nigeria also. Brother Taiwo, it's good to have you join us. Welcome to the family. Brother Ugo, thank you for inviting him. Sister Marachi. 24th of December was my birthday. Happy birthday, Ma. It's good to have you as a part of the family and we celebrate this beautiful life that you have. <sighs> Dear Lord God, you know, there's something the Spirit of God is telling me and I actually... You know, sometimes Spirit of God tells you something and you it's he he makes it optional for you so you can choose to and you can choose not to. And it's actually about those who have missed the retreat. I 
I don't want to. But I will give you the opportunity. This is 7 a.m. GMT plus one. The next class is by 9 a.m. You have two hours to reach Sister Peace, make your payment, and to be able to join the retreat. And Sister Peace, you are, you are, you are, you're going to be added to a different group, not the present group. Because where we have gone, we have covered a lot. And one of the reasons I mean, I'm, I'm really interested in refusing this is because the Spirit of God is asking me to have a one-hour class with you on the 29th, on the 30th, and on the, and on the 31st. And these are days of ministry fasting. I really don't want to be having a class on those three days. But I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. But I'm not very happy about it. Because if you're a member of, an, of Inspired by the Word, the things that you hear here alone on a daily basis, some of you, you have gone to MBA, you have, gone, you have done Master's, you have done PhD. Many of you, you, are, you have been to different places, several prayer platforms. You have not gotten it, but you get it here. Then you are invited for a retreat. And you could not afford to pay 10,000 naira to attend the retreat. I'm concerned for you. Sisters, um, we have um, Brother Jeremiah. Brother Jeremiah, welcome to the family. Invited by Sister Cynthia. Brother Jeremiah is from... Yes, Brother... Sorry, Jemima, Sister Jemima, invited by Sister Cynthia from Zambia. Sister Jemima, it's good to have you join us. Praise God. Okay, brothers and sisters, see you at the class for those attending the retreat and see you at the devotion from tomorrow. Remember, three days of Thanksgiving and get ready to share your testimonies. I'd like us to unmute our mics as we share the benediction. Jesus Christ, the Lord, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, forevermore in Jesus' name. Today's lives, the Lord, ever and ever in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm alive. I'm alive.